You're listening to Extra Innings with entrepreneur, author, and CEO, Jay Myers. Welcome to Extra Innings. I'm your host, Jay Myers. Uh, Extra Innings is a podcast designed to speak to business leaders, entrepreneurs, thought leaders all across the country. And today I have a particular pleasure of uh, having as our guest, Catherine Walton, who is the SCORE Regional Vice President in the Southeast. Uh, SCORE, of course, at one point was the Service Corps of Retired Executives. Uh, Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Really appreciate you doing this. Uh, Catherine, you know, with the uh, typically when we do these shows, we try to get to know people. And I have gotten to know you a little bit through my volunteer work with SCORE. And uh, but for the audience out there and our listeners, can you kind of give us a little bit uh, about your background and how you came to SCORE Memphis? Well, <clears throat> I, I came to SCORE in 2005. I had left Memphis in 1988. I was working for FedEx and I retired from FedEx in 2005. And upon returning to Memphis, uh, I was trying to reconnect with the community. And a friend of mine has told me about SCORE. And so I called them, talked to them, and was impressed with their uh, mission. And I decided to become a volunteer. I've always had what you would consider as always, ever since as a teenager, of what they may call a side hustle of doing something. Never really thought about it as being a business, but you know, trying to generate additional resources, uh, funds. So selling clothes, uh, you know, reselling, and what I considered at that time antiques, but probably was not true antiques and so forth. That's great. So you uh, you had a big job at FedEx. As I was reading some of your bio and everything, you're the manager of hub operations. That had to keep you pretty busy, right? Well, I started with FedEx as a manager in the hub operation, but then I left and went to Chicago as what's called senior manager of ramp operations at that time. And then I got moved around quite a bit. When I left FedEx, I was managing director of pickup and delivery for the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. So, wow. I mean, it was interesting. A really that. great time. That, well, that, uh, you know, such a fine company. I'm sure you did a great job for them. You were with them such a long time. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, and it's not on the list of things we sent you in advance, but again, when I was looking at your bio, I was really intrigued. You also had another job, didn't you, Catherine? And uh, let's see, the Tennessee Assistant Commissioner of Corrections? Well, when I graduated from college, UT Chattanooga, I came back to Memphis, and at that time, uh, city court, which held misdemeanors, and I started there as a probation officer. Uh, and it was really what we call diversion, working with young people who may have been picked up and didn't have a prior offense. Uh, and then um, I became assistant commissioner of corrections under, it was a appointed position under Lamar Alexander during his first term. And I was in that position for 
four years, and then I left there and went to work for FedEx. Wow, that, that's an interesting transition from that world to, to FedEx. That's a, that's just that, that's remarkable. Um, I, of course, uh, as mentioned earlier, am a, a volunteer mentor as part of your group in the Southeast. Catherine, why do you think mentorship is so important in business? What, based on your experience with SCORE, maybe even uh, your experience with FedEx as well. Oftentimes, we start businesses and we have an idea or we're really good at doing something, whether it's baking a cake or a seamstress or whatever it might be, repairing automobiles and so forth. And oftentimes, we're very good at those skills, but not necessarily understand the true world of business. A mentor assists you in working through the ideas of what it takes to be successful. You can be a great auto mechanic, but if you don't understand how to run the business, how to price, if you don't understand how to create a business plan and work through that, uh, you won't be as successful as you could be. A mentor keeps you focused on your goal and assists you in working through those ideas that you maybe is not as comfortable with. So a mentor is like a teacher, a coach, keeping you focused specifically on your goal and helping you obtain the resources to be successful. Oh, that's great. So you yourself, who were your mentors in your career? And what lessons did they pass on to you that you can recall? Uh, and again, where wherever, whether it was back when you had your your government job, your FedEx job, or even at SCORE. I mean, any mentors uh, that, that have helped you along the way and what sort of advice did you get from them and guidance? Well, I've had a number of mentors uh, from high school through college and mentors plays different roles in your life, depending on where you are in your career or if we're talking about the world of business, where you are within your business. I own a business at this point and I uh, purchased it in 2007. And probably the the mentors who helped me uh, when I, I purchased that business and got it started was really my competitors. Uh, and I have found that it's really important to have a network of people surrounding you. And, and that really have come from mentors that I've had throughout my life. A, a network of people who help you focus on what it is you want to, to do, as well as clarify those goals and provide assistance, open doors, uh, help you knock down roadblocks. And if you're looking from a business perspective, help you obtain funding or resources or investors to allow you to be successful. So you actually had a competitor of yours help you along the way with your business? Is that what I just heard you say? Actually, it was it was three. And, and when I said three, meaning is we shared ideas. We talked about what was going on in the marketplace. You know, there are certain information you share and others you don't. But <laughs> it's, it's still good to be able to say, hey, I have this problem. How did you handle it? And I think regardless what business you're in, you will find that there are people who are in that business or have been in that business that will be willing to help. Sure. And and I'm sorry, you may have mentioned earlier, what sort of business was your your business? What what kind of industry? Uh, actually, it's a party equipment 
rent-to-business. We specialize in mobile climate rock walls. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's really interesting. So in your role with SCORE, Catherine, have you had the chance, uh, I'm assuming all these years later, that you've had a chance to mentor people? You know, any kind of comments that you've had of people that you are particularly, you know, notable, the people that you mentored that have gone on and done some things uh, and succeeded? Yes. Uh, I've just talked to a young lady that I was mentoring before I moved into my role as regional vice president. I don't do as much mentoring today, but she reached out to me oh, about three weeks ago, uh, and she brought me up to date on what she was doing and what was happening with her. And her business is very successful. She at first had two or three different ideas, uh, which those ideas I was seeing across the country, but at the time she didn't have the resources to in order to get those business off the ground. So she looked for another business that would allow her to finance it personally herself. And she says she's very successful. She'd been in business for four years. There's a, another business uh, that uh, the lady started with candy apples. And I didn't think candy apples was going to be, would generate any revenue and so forth. However, today she is in Sam's as well as Walt, the Walmart markets selling her candy apples and the recipe for the mix that goes with the candy apples. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing the businesses that can, you know, be built up and you're thinking, what, you know, how, how can that be possible, right? That's what I think my own personal uh, feedback to you as our, our, our regional vice president and me being a, a pretty new mentor for a couple of years on board is that I'm just, I love the variety of people that I'm running into in the clients and, you know, that the, the, the uh, a lot of them with a lot of enthusiasm and to your point, Catherine, you know, our job is to provide the guidance to, to help them succeed. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it, it is amazing. I mean, how many people out there that, that have these ideas and, you know, you just, it, it's, it's fun to help them. I, I want to, I want you to know that from my feedback to you, it's just, uh, it's, it's really been, uh, been, you know, quite a, a, you know, a joyful experience for me because I own my own business for 20, almost 23 years before I sold it. So, but that's great. And uh, just for all the listeners out there, Catherine, maybe we can also get, do a little bit of a commercial. Uh, I, I'm personally very happy to be a part of SCORE Memphis, and SCORE Memphis chapter has been recognized yes. over the last couple of years. Could you comment about that a little bit? Yeah, SCORE Memphis is one of the most successful chapters in the country, but especially in the southeast. In the southeast part of the United States, we have 49 chapters. And uh, Scort Memphis came in as number one within the Southeast this year. Uh, yeah. I'm really proud of the group. Uh, it's, it's really a dedicated group of individuals who understand the needs of the small business owners in Memphis and is trying to meet that need. Uh, we would love to have more people join us. So, uh, and there's, you know, you use it, people will say, well, I am not good at being a mentor, but, and I don't know exactly how to mentor. 
we do train and coach you on how to be a successful mentor. But in addition to that, that there's also other roles that you could play as a volunteer with SCORE. You don't have to be a mentor. You can be a subject matter expert. You can present workshops, assist people uh, in understanding social media or other aspect of running a business. And so if there's anyone who's listening who would love to join us, we'd love to have you. Oh, that's great. And, and for the, all the listeners out there, I myself uh, have set in on a number of the webinars and presentations and things. And uh, SCORE is a big organization and there's a lot, a lot of resources that can present things that can be useful to you. You know, even if you don't own your own business, if you're just curious and just want to know more about, like you mentioned, Catherine, social media or, or other things, I know I've learned a lot and um, it's been very useful. Catherine, it's not on the list of questions, but I just have to ask you for my own edification. I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, but SCORE as an organization is all across the country. Do you have any idea of the numbers, the number of offices or, or, or any uh, feel for that whole uh, size or the scope of the, of the organization? Yes, we have what we call regions. There are eight regions. And in those regions, there's 248 chapters. Uh, so we cover all of the United States, including Alaska, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Wow. So you can find a chapter anywhere. But more important than that, with today's technology, you could have a mentor in California and you're sitting here in Memphis. If that mentor has the skill set that you're looking for or has had experience in the business that you may be interested in, or, and, and you can always reach that person through the use of technology, whether you're talking about Zoom or just the old regular telephone. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, Catherine, it's interesting that you mentioned that because since I've been on board, and I, you know, I kind of take care of the folks here. I don't really necessarily network out side of here too much, but uh, I recently was brought in as a mentor for a person that wants to get, uh, that's got a book published. And, you know, mm -hmm. I've written a few books and wanted to know how you leverage that to get into speaking engagements and those sort of things. And the person that actually referred me, the author is in Texas, but the person who referred me is in Florida. And, you know, and then the person that, uh, that, that she heard about me was through a guy up in upstate New York. So it, it, you know, it just made me think about how big score is. And and there are a lot of lot of resources, a lot of really good people. I'm uh, I'm proud to be a part of it. Um, so Catherine, just uh, got a few more questions. I don't want to take up your whole afternoon, but in your career, when you got to the point and said, you know, that whether it be at FedEx or possibly you know the government work or whatever, I don't need a mentor anymore. I, I got this. Did, did you ever feel like you never really actually needed to have somebody guide you, or you know, was there ever a, a point that you kind of had to scratch your head and say, you know? Does this make sense or? I think you should always have, and you can use the word mentor, coach, or just a support team, whatever term you use. We all wish to continue to learn. And it's always good to surround yourself with a network of people who are supportive, who will tell you the way it is uh, and assist you in dealing with those different I use the word roadblocks that may occur in your life. So in my opinion, 
you're never too old or you're never at a point in your career life or business life where it wouldn't help to have someone to interact with. I'm sure. Catherine, I've heard that you used, uh, not sure exactly uh, where I got the expression from, but somebody that's a kind of in your career that kind of is almost an accountability coach, somebody that holds you accountable. Uh, did you have people like that at FedEx? Uh, outside <laughs> of Mr. Smith or somebody, <laughs> let's, let's not go all the way up the chain there, but, uh, but anybody in particular that, uh, what in your career that, you know, maybe was your, maybe more than one person, you know, accountability type of person that kind of held you to task on what you were, you know, where you're trying to take your career. Yes. Uh, and I won't call names and so forth, but that was a number of people, um, you know, a peer. I know at least two of my uh, direct reports who I reported to and always been uh, really a type of person who likes to have feedback from the people who reports to me because I want them to tell me the way it is. Uh, and even in my role today as regional vice president, and there are three or four key, what we call district directors that reports to me that I use as a sounding board. And they know they have permission to call and say, Kathy, what the heck are you doing? You know, are we <laughs> off Are we off the mission? Uh, uh -huh. Do you remember what our goal was? Because oftentimes, you know, we can just get going along and all of a sudden we find out, hey, wait a minute that doesn't necessarily fit to, to allow us to continue to be successful or allow the organization to continue to be successful. So that's, yeah, that's a good point. The, um, you yourself as regional vice president, ha, so how many direct reports did you say you have? Eight. Eight from the different, mm -hmm. okay, uh, regional yep. locations and everything. Mm -hmm. So score, you know, volunteers, nobody's uh, getting rich or getting paid on this kind of thing. And it, but people do it for different reasons. What have you observed, if, you know, in your experience and a long time with SCORE? Why do people volunteer with SCORE? And and maybe a two part question is, once you kind of answer that, is how does SCORE grow its network of, of mentors? I know we're always in the market to try to do that, and I have actually um, brought on a couple of people recently, uh, or I say I have, I you know recommended them and whatever. But but you know. Uh, how does, you know, SCORE uh, grow this network of mentors? And, you know, what, what, what do you feel about that? And why do people really do it, do you think? Well, we jokingly say they drink the Kool-Aid. But <laughs> actually what it is, is that people, we as people, I think, we like to give back. And at SCORE, you're able to give back to people who are interested in growing and starting their businesses. And you see the success, you know, it may be one out of 10 or one out of five or whatever, but you see what you've done and how you've had an impact. And the other aspect I think that's even more so is that people continue to learn. Uh, after you retire, you don't, you want to continue to contribute. You want to continue to learn. And so SCORE provides that opportunity. Now, we're not just open to retirees. We're open to working people or anyone else who wish to join. But it definitely continues to be a learning opportunity 
whether you're presently working and volunteering or whether you are retiree and volunteering. I've learned more about social media in the last two years than I ever <laughs> would if I wasn't a volunteer with SCORE. <laughs> Well, that, that is, you know, uh, the amazing part of for all the listeners out there, there is a wide array of topics that are covered and just different things that, that the webinars that SCORE has that they're really pretty fascinating everything, whether it's, you know, designing your own webpage to knowing more about how to post on Twitter and social media to, you know, I, I, things that the importance of, uh, uh, you know, of having ethical standards in your business when we had that mm -hmm. presentation the Better Business Bureau the other day. So there's a whole lot of really great content coming out of SCORE and everything. So uh, for all the listeners out there, take advantage of these uh, webinars because they're terrific. And you can always, you know, Catherine, isn't the, the real truth of it for people like yourself and myself that have had careers or doing these other things for a long time, you know, you, you always want to have a lifetime of learning, don't you? Right. Yes. And I think absolutely. if you... Yeah, you want your, you you got to keep your mind active. Maybe you're not physically doing that job anymore per se. But so that just a couple of other roundabout questions, and I'm gonna uh, not take up your whole afternoon. Score used to be called the Service Corps of Retired Executives. Mm -hmm. You just mentioned you don't have to be retired to be part of Score. So I've heard that Score doesn't like to be referred to as the uh, Service Corps of Retired Executives anymore. Just want to be Score. Is the reason for that because some people are not retired or is there some other branding reason or something that they kind of came up with? Well, I think to a large extent it is a branded because uh, that particular retired executive where a large percentage of our volunteers are not retired. We're looking at about 40% that's not retired. Uh, um, so yes, there was a name change. Well, wasn't really a name change. We just drop, we just call it score and we drop the rest of it and so forth. Uh, but yes, because if you think about it, as I mentioned earlier, I've learned more about social media in the last few years than I've ever known. Coming in and never really functioning or understanding social media, uh, I, as a retired executive, would not be able to coach any new businesses on how to use social media to grow their business. So it's important to bring in people who have those skill sets. And those people tend to be much younger than a 60 or a 70 year old. Even though I can tell you there are some volunteers or in their 70s and 80s that understand social media just as well or some of the other technology as a person who are straight out of college. That's so, great, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's great. That's a really good point. I know in the Memphis chapter we have uh, leave names out of it, but yeah, we've got people that are in their eighties. They got people that are you know half that age almost or whatever. It's a it's an interesting array of people and a lot of really good dedicated folks. So, Catherine, to to not take up your whole afternoon, we really really appreciate you being on the show. Just a, a, a final question. So, in in terms of like, if you get a chance to maybe give advice to your former self, back when you were younger, or maybe just the young people in general, what kind of advice would you give either your younger self or young people of today? business advice, career advice, anything out there that you can speak of that you would like to say to those folks, uh, or again, yourself back in, uh, uh, 
younger days as to plotting the career path and where you might want to go? If I was talking to my younger self, I would say, ask for help, ask for assistance, seek out the information. There are people out there who are willing to help you. You just have to be willing to say, I don't really understand this. Can you help me with this? And oftentimes I know with my younger self, I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing. But uh, it is it, it will be a lot more helpful and allow you to grow faster, allow you to be more successful if you reach out and ask for assistance and create that network I talked about earlier of people who are willing to support you, willing to tell you the truth and willing to uh, let you know when you are going off your path as it relates to whatever that particular goal is. Oh, that's great. So ask for help and create that network and that could take you forward through your career, can it? Absolutely. That's great. Catherine, great advice. Thank you so much for being on the show. This was really enlightening. It's it's a good time, uh, chance uh, for me, at least, uh, to, to spend some time with you. I know when we're on uh, chapter meetings and things with uh, scores, sometimes, you know, we've got a lot of people on those calls and never really get a chance to speak to you much. Uh, I do want to say before we sign off that uh, I appreciate your support, particularly when I did my TEDx talk, and I think you got a chance to see that several months ago that you shared that with some of the national folks. And thank you for that. Uh, the listeners out there, there was a, a speech I did down in Louisiana about doing the right thing, not the easy thing. And you can see that on YouTube when you get a chance. It's a TEDx talk. But uh, Catherine uh, and, and Score really did a nice job of supporting me through that. And it was really a lot of fun. Catherine Walton, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're delightful uh, to, to speak to. And I appreciate it. And I'll see you at a, an upcoming meeting, huh? Okay. I look forward to it. Thank All you. Right, thank you. Have a good day. You too. To learn more about Jay Myers or his podcast guests, visit www.jmyersceo.com.